Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here and welcome aboard another episode of the MBA podcast. It's episode 119 and we're talking about bad influences uh, today. And of course, as always, I have Ash Playstead with me, the man, the myth, the legend, the man in black. How are you today? Well, it's one twelfth of the year gone by, James. What is going on? Mm. We're already one twelfth of the way through twenty twenty three. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm always well. I'm always well, and I want to talk about bad influences. I feel like I just took thirty odd years or thirty five years off my life here, and uh, you know that's one of those things that we hear parents and grandparents talking about. Right? Don't hang around that person, they're a bad influence. Don't watch that TV show or that movie, it's a bad influence. And listeners, we wanted to attack this episode and this idea of bad influences in terms of business, obviously. You know, this is a mortgage broker podcast. We're improving your lives as brokers and helping you build real businesses. So let's lay out some of the bad influences that could be pulling and dragging you down. And Ash, I'll just list out a few and we can start talking about some of them and how and why they're a bad influence and maybe even how to avoid it or what to do about it. So um, you can have bad influences from places that uh, everybody would know, right? Uh, it could be you know, your partner, spouse. It could be friends or family. It could be other brokers, that uh, maybe you work directly with or you hang out with regularly. Could be referral partners. Could be people in your local sporting team that you catch up with on a weekly basis. You know, there's a lot of people out there that for one reason or another could be a bad influence on where you're going. And that's not anything negative to say about them. This is not about them necessarily. It might just be about how whether or not they're going to support you in where you need to get to and where you need to be to be successful. So let's unpack those ones first, Ash, and we'll leave the, the unexpected doozy one for last, if that's okay. So let's, let's focus on other people, whether it's a partner, friends, family, people. Everybody seems to have an opinion, and some people can be pretty negative and bring you down. Let's unpack it. When I was a kid, James, right, when I was a kid, listeners, a police officer came to my school. I was about nine or 10 years old. And the police officer sat us all, kid, all us kids down and said, kids, I've got two, two pictures I'm going to hold up and I want you to tell me which one you should be worried about, which one you should keep an eye out for. So he held up in one hand, he held up a very unsavory looking character, shall I say. The other hand, he held up a picture of a guy in a suit and tie. And he said, which one should you be, you know, running from? And we all unequivocally said, oh, the dodgy looking guy. And he said, maybe. But actually, in this example, the criminal's the guy in the suit and tie. Now, what was the message? And I've never forgotten it, obviously, because that's 
50 years, nearly 50 years ago, it's because bad influences don't identify themselves as bad influences, right? They, they can be uh, just, I guess, people in your orbit that you may have a good relationship with, right? But they can still be negative influences. So I think part of my answer or part of my response to your question, James, is, well, you know, it's easy to identify bad influences that are obviously bad influence. You know, that could be someone, um, you know, constantly sniping at you, constantly having a go at you, bullying you. These are bad influences. But how do you identify influences that look like positive influences? They could be other brokers. They could be family or friends. And their bad influence can be unintentional. Yeah. Right? If someone's deliberately trying to, you know, harm you and be a bad influence, that's one thing. But it's far, far, far trickier to identify bad influences coming from people who you like. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's a really good distinction, Ash, because um, and something I just picked up on that you mentioned was that you know, they don't know that they're having a bad influence. You probably don't even recognize it, but it might be happening. So how do we how do we identify these particular situations and bring them to the surface to, you know, so that we're consciously aware that, oh, like, yeah, that that environment, you know what? Yeah, when I go to that, uh, when I go to that event, like, oh, everybody's just whinging and everybody's complaining about how hard things are and how tough things are and it really sort of gets you down. Like, you don't leave energised. I mean, how, how do we become conscious of those key interactions we're having with those that are closest to us and that we hang out with on a regular basis? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And if, if there was an exact answer to that, I'd stick it in a bottle and sell it for a fortune, right? But... I think we can certainly get some really good guidelines. I mean, you mentioned one of them, James, right? Which is if you are, if you leave an interaction with any given person feeling slightly more negative, slightly angrier, slightly more upset, slightly more confused than you were when you, before you interacted with them, that's a pretty clear warning sign. Now, it's amazing how often this happens, whether it's with your partner, you know, how often relationships continue on despite all the warning signs. Right, this can happen with your business environment as well, and it can happen with family members. You know, sometimes the love of a family member can be a parent whose only intent is to protect you and keep you safe can actually be very limiting towards the growth of your business. Oh, you know, and let me give you an example, James. All right, let's just say, for example, it could be a mother or a father. You know, you're out, you're an entrepreneur and you're going through the ups and downs and the peaks and troughs of income and decision makings and you're occasionally venting about how hard it is and mum puts her arm around your shoulder and says, look, why don't you get a real job, right, where it's safe and secure, right? Now, it comes from love. It comes from care. It comes from concern. So it comes from a good place. But is it a positive influence? No, it's not. It's not a deliberately bad influence either. And therein lies the rub, right? How do you deal with an influence that comes from a good place but is having a negative effect? Mm. Now that, that's the tricky one. So I think for me, like, yes, you can stay away from industry events where everyone's bitching and moaning, right? That happens in all industries. Mortgage broking is not immune to that. Human beings mixing, we all like to vent, have a chat, a bit of a whisper, what's going on? 
that's not inherently a bad thing, but it's certainly not good for you if you go away feeling worse about your situation and where you're going than you did beforehand. That's not good. Right. So for me, James, I'd be interested in your opinion on this. Is it really starts from being clear about the direction you're in? And then you start to decide, well, do I want to be around people who uplift and who cheerlead me and who are honest with me and who help me in that direction? Now that's the real key, right? For me, is rather than trying to have this, you know, one by one, person by person, trying to decide whether they're a good or bad influence. I think that can be um, difficult and it can lead to unnecessary conflict potentially, whereas is having a, a you know position that you know where you're heading and when people support and encourage and participate wholly in helping to lift you in that direction, even if it's obvious, not obvious, unintentional, intentional, you'll know they're the people you want in your orbit. Now, I'm not saying for a second you stop talking to your family members, but I think you certainly start to need to build um, a, a bit of a bulletproof mindset where you can, those things just deflect off you. And I think the problem is if you're not really sure about what's good or bad and should I or shouldn't I, that's when they can penetrate through and start to affect you. Definitely. Yeah. And it's interesting while you were uh, talking about uh, having a strong direction, I actually drew on my piece of paper here, uh, on my iPad, uh, a, a little, I, I drew a line, listeners, maybe you can visualise it in, in your mind. I, I drew a line across the page and that line just represents focused direction, you know, from A to B, from left to right, that's the direction that you're headed in. And hopefully you have worked out what that direction is and the stronger that direction, the better, because there are influences, positive and negative, that are constantly going to be bombarding you while you're going along that directional path. And some of those will be good, some of them won't be good. So I, I put this squiggly line, Ash, that says influence that goes squiggling up and down and up and down, like crossing across this direction constantly. And it just got me thinking, yeah, you're right. Like we can't necessarily remove all these influences. Like, you know, family's family, friends, friends, you know, we're probably not going to stop hanging out with our family and friends. What we need to do is probably two things. Number one is to make that directional focus so laser strong that it doesn't matter what influences try and poke holes in it. You're on that path no matter what. The second thing I reckon, Ash, that comes into it is around who you take your advice from. Because as you mentioned before, everybody wants to give their advice on all things in other people's lives. It's human nature to want to help. And it's always, almost always from a place of, you know, good will and, and love and, and, and those sorts of things. But we need, similar to one of our previous episodes about uh, how to make good decisions, we need to when we're on a, on a particular path and we're clear about it and we're getting these influences, bad and sometimes good, and we're getting advice, sometimes bad, sometimes good, we just need a process of filtering and understanding which influences do I take and which ones do I thank and smile politely and then just still get on with it. As you said before, uh, you know, it's normal for a lot of, 
people, when they start a business and get into something like mortgage broking and, and or business for their friends and family to put that overprotective bubble around them. Oh, you sure you want to do that? Uh, what about if you just, you know, stayed working in the bank or, you know, stayed working in a secure job? Um, you know, that's well-meaning, like, advice, but it's really, it, it probably really bad advice too because that person was probably, maybe they weren't successful, maybe they didn't, you know, achieve what they wanted. So, yeah, I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Ash, otherwise I'll just keep rambling. <laughs> it's very good stuff, James. And listen, while you're talking, it you know it just occurred to me, like listeners, I'm uh, in my late fifties now, right? I, I've, I've been, you know, working for myself from home, uh, from offices uh, for, for 25, 26 years, and still to this day, twenty twenty three, I still have people that I know walk up to me when I'm out at a cafe or somewhere doing some work, and they look at me and they say not working today <laughs> and I you know what I respond with I say no this is what it looks like for me right and they go oh. yeah. like to this day right now this has been going on for 25 years I've had offices right where I've had staff and um, the different businesses that I've started but predominantly my modus operandi what worked for me was to be out and about mobile worker taking what I needed with me getting out cafes wherever meeting people right, and back at the office when I needed to be there. So I've always been out and about. Um, and I've always had this sort of accusation. And very early on, I'll be the first to admit, it probably pulled me down. Like that first couple of years where I was quite vulnerable, um, I was over that initial honeymoon, the first few weeks of going out on your own, it's like, rah, 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 finally I'm free. And then the reality sits in, oh, crap. Right now I've got to make this work. Um, you're quite vulnerable at that point. Right, and when I when I'd be out walking or looking for business, you know, people that I'd known since I was a child in school would come up to me and almost, you know, I think they feel like they're trying to be truthful and straighten me out. But there, it was always like, oh, aren't you working today, Ash? Because I wouldn't be, you know, I'm not sitting in the office with a suit and tie, which they expected people in the finance world to be doing, i.e., behind the counter of a bank, pretending to be interested in people, but really hating your job. That's what they expect, and because you're not doing that. Guess what happens? Oh, you're not working today. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> Fast, 25 years later, not much has changed. Mm. But the key thing, James and listeners, is in my mind, I crossed over that line where I knew the direction I was going. I knew that it worked for me and I built up an immunity. The immunity to that, you know, it's just humorous to me now and I have a bit of a laugh. But there was a time when it was a little hurtful. Yep. Right, and I was a little vulnerable, and I could have easily been knocked off my perch. Yeah, but you know, I managed to keep going and get through it. Exactly, you've got to be so careful whose advice and whose influence you take to heart and take on board. And um, you know, the easiest way of uh, working it out is to go, "What do you want to achieve? Find someone that's always already achieved it and get their advice, or get two or three people in that same field." have been successful advice um that would be so much more valuable than you know people that don't know you or even people that are very close to you so be careful of who you take advice from uh i want to touch very quickly ash on the thing i mentioned at the start and i know i'm going to open a can of worms here, but we'll keep this can of worms to a couple of minutes 
And it's the bad influence of not just other people, but the bad influence of self-sabotage and mindset. Um, I know this is your, you know, one of your specialties, but, you know, when we're talking about this issue of bad influences, how can we not look straight up to our own brain, the old noggin, and check in with that first? So um, I'll put you under the gun a couple of minutes how is this potentially a good or a bad influence and what do we need to start to do to turn it into a good one? Yeah, it's, it's a huge one, of course, and uh, it's like an onion. that you, you, The more you peel back, the more there is to peel back uh, around mindset and, and, um, and you know, uh, self-confidence and beliefs. So to me, look, in this, in this space, it's really, really important to uh, examine your beliefs, right? Examine, you know, why you believe things to be true. Why do you believe that it's, you need to be working hard to deserve money? Why do you, uh, you know, believe that you should be taking advice from a certain person? Why do you believe that you do or don't deserve to be successful? You know, what is your relationship with money? You know, is it is it the, an end goal or is it a means to an end? Or, you know, these are sorts of things, these beliefs that need to be examined. And that's really where shifting your mindset comes from it doesn't come from you know affirmations um, or even um, positive self-talk those things have a role but really shifting your mindset so that this bad influences they it just becomes noise that you can deflect that comes because you've examined your beliefs and shifted your beliefs in the direction of the person that you want to be your best self and that that's not possible if you're not prepared to do the work on examining your own beliefs, where they came from, are they actually true, or could it be possible that that there's a different version of the truth that you can work on? Now, that that's you know, and truth is what you want it to be. We know that, um, but we all hit the ground running with certain hereditary beliefs, and then they're um, you know uh, consolidated through our. Uh, environment that we're brought up in and then we bring those forward into our business interests so they've been there your whole life so they they don't shift easily right they They take work they do they do and this is it's a big topic and maybe one for a a future upcoming episode and this is the sort of stuff we do in our programs everybody and um you know the work we our coaches do and you know we go diving back through the podcast archives and we we do speak a lot about personal mindset and belief systems and, and things like that, because it's incredibly important. Um, but Ash, I guess to wrap this one up, uh, I guess there's influences everywhere and there's a lot of people out there with opinions and there's a lot of people looking out for you and trying to push you in one way and pull you in one, another way. And, um, you know, the recognition that that's happening is probably number one. Uh, the second thing is, have that direction and that laser focus and then making sure that you then, if that's strong enough, all of those influences, positive and negative, shouldn't be able to bounce you off course like a laser, like wind isn't blowing a laser around, you know, it zings through everything. So uh, that would be my advice, Ash. I don't know if you would have any final words for our listeners. Yeah, no, life life will put wind at your back sometimes and Life will blow like a gale in your face sometimes. So when it's blowing at your back, you can just put the sails up. But when it's in your face, you need to tack into the wind. And tacking into the wind is a skill that can be learnt and developed. So no matter what stage you're at, 
whether you're starting out, you've been in the industry for a while, and you're finding some challenges in this area, you know, it's a learned ability. It can be shifted. So, you know, take that away from this episode that, you know, no matter where you're at, you can change in the direction you want to go. 100%. Uh, listeners, I hope you've liked this one and uh, maybe it'll, uh, you'll think differently about that term, bad influences, and maybe you say it to your kids occasionally and maybe your parents still say it to you. But uh, hopefully this has sparked a nerve or struck a nerve with you in terms of your own life and your own business. And like with everything we do in this podcast, we want to bring these things to light so that you actually think about them and improve. So um, this has been a good one, Ash. Can't wait till next week where we've got another juicy topic planned. So I guess until then, mate, have a fantastic week and uh, listeners, we'll see you then. You too, James. See you in February. Cheers. Bye, gang. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events, and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.